a few moments of quietness, but also just a few moments where an open time of praise and worship. If you just feel that you want to exhort the Lord in just a sentence or two of praise and worship, I just invite you to do that right now. Amen. Amen. Well, Psalm 23. It's a very familiar, um, very familiar um, set of words. It's just six, it's just six verses. Um, and this morning, uh, when the, you look at something really, really like ancient, the problem is trying to work out what can we say about Psalm 23. Maybe it's, all, it's already been said, Ian. But I believe that the number one hit at the moment is uh, football's coming home. Can anybody just clarify that for me? Is that correct? Yeah? It's absolutely correct. So football's coming home. But I would dare to say to you that Psalm 23 um, is about coming home. Now, I've read Psalm 23 endless times, and many of us maybe have. But I want to ask you, is it a closed book? Is it like a, a set of bookends? Because I'm just going to just pose a question for you this morning. It begins with, the Lord is my shepherd. And it ends with, surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now I've read those verses time and time again. But I just want to suggest to you, can you and I maybe think about Psalm 23 as not having an ending? Is it a psalm that lives on? And I'm going to leave you to work that one out for yourself, whether it's just a, a group of verses put together. And now, I don't know, I haven't got a, a top five reading list for you of books, but if you wanted to read just these six verses during the summer, then take time out 
if you've got a few moments, if you've got your app or whatever it might be, and you go onto Bible Gateway, and you can look at different translations of Psalm 23, take some time out and just read these first six verses. But Ian, when you say to me, can I think differently about this psalm, I want you to think about yours and my life. Because if I read this psalm, I know, like the psalmist, life doesn't always go well. There are problems, there are things that happen in my life. And there are things like losing one's job. There are things like ambitions. There are things like, do you know what, just sometimes things just don't go my way. And I've got high sort of expectations time and time again. But yet I come crashing down. But yet in those moments when I come crashing down, where do I go to? Where do I get my help from? Now, do I have to change my thinking, thinking that I have to actually hang on to God? Or is there another way of thinking about this psalm and my life? And the answer is yes. I have come to understand, if you read Isaiah 41 and verse 13, it says, For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. And this psalm invites us to continue to trust God for all things because he first loved us. Now, I don't know about you, but I've sometimes have seen people um, scrambling up rocks like mountaineers. And what they tend to do is they tend to sort of put their ropes and their different sort of bits into the rock and climb up a rock. And there have been times when I've seen a beautiful cliff edge and I've said to Diane once, I said, oh, there's someone moving over there. And slowly but surely, maybe half an hour later, you sort of see on the top of a mountain or a cliff's edge, you see this little person jumping up and down. I'm not going to do it because this stage will probably collapse. But you know, like, like, like they do this, you know. And it's just amazing to think that these people are slowly clambering up the rocks. And I'm sure from time to time, when they're posed with that question, is this safe? Can I trust what's there in front of me? Then they have to carry on. But this psalm, I think, is open-ended. It says in Psalm 23 and verse 6, it says, Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I haven't mentioned to you the key idea about Psalm 23, because it's all about the sheep and the shepherd. And the sheep and the shepherd work together on many things. And they have to, because the sheep have to know the shepherd, and the shepherd has to know the sheep. And no doubt, the sheep, very often, who are tended by a really good shepherd, will in actual fact leave a very fertile area. And one thing I read about sheep uh, just the other day was that um, sheep are absolutely brilliant right at chewing up weeds they don't like they just go for it I just couldn't believe that I thought really but they do they are just like do they just go for it and I just sometimes wonder about my life and your life and as a church our confidence is in God because he first loved us and I'm going to suggest to you that Psalm 23 is probably the greatest psalm. It's an earthly psalm that has a heavenly ending. And I want to finish it by saying, Surely goodness and love will follow me, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
What's our reward for continuing to, tr to trust God today? Well, it's going to be a heavenly house. We're not going to get the shepherd's hut in the field. We are going to get the answer to our prayer of our trust and our faith in Christ as our Lord through all things. We are going to be rewarded with our place in heaven. In the Old Testament, it talks about the Old Testament idea of sacrifice. In the New Testament, it talks about in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 3 and verse 16, it says, do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? And isn't that a wonderful thing? That through Christ Jesus, we trust him day by day, and he is working in and through each and every one of us in this church. And so we are building a part of his church here in Milford and the surrounding area. But I started off by saying something, which was, is this psalm a closed book? Now, I don't think it is. I hope on the screen it says, from the pasture to the palace. That's our hope. That's the message of Psalm 23. We know the good shepherd, that he will care for us and he will look after us, no matter what we face, because he knows us, he loves us, he was willing to give up his life for us. And that's what Jesus has done. He has given up his life so that we might have this eternal life. So we are either going through life in the pasture, but we have this eternal hope which is a wonderful thing to think about, that we have a hope that is eternal. Because in Psalm 23, in verse 6, it says, Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's my hope. And I want to ask you a question this morning. Is that your hope? Is that your hope that one day we will be in heaven with our Father? And if that is a question that you think to yourself, just a minute, Ian, I just thought that the Bible was a closed book. I thought Psalm 23, it was just a story about a shepherd and a sheep. Is it about something else? Really? And my answer is, yes, it is. It's about something which is so wonderful when you come to meet Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Saviour. And what a moment that is when you realise that we can do nothing to inherit eternal life. Absolutely nothing. It is just a gift that we have to ask Jesus to forgive us, to bring us back to that good shepherd, and to allow us to continue to walk with him. And that's amazing news this morning. So it's Psalm 23. I'd encourage you to go away and think about that question. Is it a closed book? Or am I living through Psalm 23 myself? I'm in just there, because I'm conscious of time. But I just want to leave that thought with you. Is it a closed book or is it something which I can think about more and more about? Am I going from the pasture through to the palace? Is that a hope that I have? Let's just pray. Dear loving Father, we thank you, Lord, for Psalm 23. We thank you, Lord, that it's probably the, the greatest hit of all. Lord, we know that football coming home is the, the top of the charts at the moment. But Lord, I just pray that you would help us to see that Psalm 23 is the greatest hit. Not only is it the greatest hit, but it's the greatest news. Because we can pass through from the pasture to the palace in trusting you, our Lord and our Saviour. Amen. Amen.
So we're going to end uh, this uh, service. It's been very short and brief. If you came in this morning expecting an all-in service, I do apologise. We've actually changed things around so that we can then have um, a church meeting at uh, 11.30. So I now already can look at the clock and I can see we're five minutes into that. So if I could into our coffee time. So can I just ask us um, in a few moments if we just sing the chorus through once, if that's okay with you guys? Is that all right? And then, uh, and then we'll just close in prayer. We'll go and get a coffee. Uh, you're more than welcome to stay. It's a bit of a different day for us. We've got a church meeting at the end. Those of you who aren't members, if you'd like to stay, you're more than welcome to. But please do go into the back hall and enjoy some coffee and tea with us after the service. Let's stand to sing our final chorus, please. Into your hands. Let's stand. Let's stand.